Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, Miss Southern Shell. Shell, how are you today? Doing great. We've had a great day today. It's been a great day because we got a special guest. I know everybody uh, out there knows the world famous Mr. A.B. <laughs> he is in the house from California. Come out here for us to work on some recipes together and learn some things. A.B., thanks for coming out, man. Yeah, no, thank you. You, you know what? Uh, thank you, too, for having me. I'll just start by saying that, you know, <laughs> man, it's been a lot of fun. We're doing this podcast kind of at the end. We spent uh, a, a day kind of going out and showing you some of my favorite restaurants and some of my favorite menu things and barbecue in, in Memphis where I grew up and things that I go to eat with my buddies. Um, I wanted you to hopefully get some inspiration for some of that. That was part of when uh, we started first talking about coming out. You were, you know, we were trying to figure out what we could do with each other and, and I know you do a lot of stuff, uh, you know, a lot of, of great cooking, not just grilling and stuff, not just barbecue. It's 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 cooking across the board. And I'm, you know, I hope you picked up some stuff on this trip. Uh, that's an understatement. Uh, <laughs> you did a great job. You know, uh, everywhere we went to, you know, what I mean, it was great, re- uh, good representation. You know what this region has to offer. You know, uh, me being in California, you hear everybody talk about, you know, Memphis this or you know the styles. They talk about the music and stuff like that. But I really feel like that coming here, you know, and spending this time with you and seeing what you guys eat, listening to the music and things like that, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to take a little bit of that back back to Cali. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, I can't wait to come out there, man. I, I got to get that trip planned up. Oh, yeah. You've I, never been West Coast. Never, never. I've never been West Coast. Yeah. Mm, well, I got some big shoes to, uh, <laughs> to feel. Uh, I'm excited. So um, I guess Shell's come up with some questions. We kind of, um, you know, try to jot down have loosely what we're going to talk about today we can go anywhere it's our podcast okay we ain't no got problem. no script but uh shell first before we get started did you have any any housekeeping stuff we need to talk about uh, um, not today okay i know we got the we're gonna jump right in water tower coming up it filled up so we're excited yeah. about that but, uh, we got water tower and uh the palmer home uh our palmer home event is about to close our fundraiser um, it is over at Labor Day, actually. So, oh, right. yeah, that's next week, right? Mm-hmm. We only got one more week left in that. So, great. Well, we appreciate everybody that's helped us out with that Palmer. We've home already event. reached our goal, so we've raised over twenty thousand dollars for the Palmer Home. Awesome! Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome! Nice. Yeah, they're a local charity that um takes care of children whose parents can't take care of them at the moment. So, okay. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. where we like to um help out and and it's donate our time and efforts and everything. Yeah, yeah. We, we love the Palmer Home. They're doing good work. Yeah. Um, Well, first, I wanted to talk about the uh, experience yesterday. Yeah. Well, so, okay. (laughs) So, I mentioned we went to three spots. First off, I laid out Cozy Corner. Now, (laughs) Cozy Corner is, I mean, it's the ultimate Memphis barbecue joint. It's old school. Generations. You know, I think they're, uh, Mr. Bobby told us he was third generation there, growing up in that restaurant. Mm -hmm. And man, they do it. They do it the old school way. We got got to go tour the pits. I never got to do that. (laughs) That was awesome. That was. You know, they showed us how they cook stuff. Um, Normally you go there for the Cornish hens. We had to try those, but the ribs was out of this world. Yes. Yes, I agree. I mean, did y'all notice that um, there was a barbecue Hall of Fame trophy sitting there on the counter? I saw that. Yeah, yeah that's well her. deserved. I yeah. promise you. Well, that was for actually Desiree Robinson. She's the first black woman to ever receive that recognition. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, that, so that, she was inducted to the uh, barbecue Hall of Fame a few years ago. Um, two years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I saw the trophy sitting there. And I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we, uh, you got your first taste of barbecue spaghetti there. Oh, that, this is true. <laughs> now, earlier you start talking about inspiration. Like that right there had my wheels turning, buddy. You know, uh, that's something totally different. I like to spin on it. And then we had it at a couple other places too. Yeah. You know, uh, but I'm taking something back. And I tell you, when I do a video, I'm going to be looking through that lens, looking for you <laughs> to ask you, did I do right? Did, oh, I have no, no doubt that you're going to do it right. I wouldn't expect anything else. Uh, so let's talk about so we had the ribs we had the cornish game hen we had the spaghetti um we even had some caramel cake if you had to pick what your favorite thing was at cozy corner we're not going to do favorite thing overall that wouldn't be fair to what right, we did yeah, okay, but I for agree. the spot what 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 just 
What did you like about Cozy Corner? For me, ribs. The ribs? The ribs, oh, right. Because the ribs right. were fire. They were good. Hey, I like that. What were they? Fire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They were fire. <laughs> right, right, right. That, And then, you know, I can go ahead and just rank them like that. I would say ribs. The Now, that would be one. 1A one would be the Cornish hen. Yeah. 1B would be the spaghetti. <laughs> and then I guess number two would be the uh, caramel cake. Man, you know, I, I do it. I put my hand in a little bit of the bacon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, But that right there, that was nice and moist. And the caramel, you know, on top was just like, I like the fact that it was like soft. It you know, was not hard. It was not hard. Like right. it gets to be, yeah. Yeah. Like on a, uh, what is that, an apple? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing like that. I was, you know, I'd never had that. I didn't even know it was on the menu. And I don't know if it was regularly because when he brought it out, he said it was something he came up with. Right, right. He was just trying to do recipes justice to where, you know, he, he wouldn't break. That's, that's what really set my, um, you know, what I really liked about Cozy Corner, what they're doing there. They're not trying to get away from the, the original way that they cook barbecue. Still running the same pot pits, the same recipes, the same food coming out of that kitchen that's been doing it for 50-plus years, long time, you know? Right, right, right. Just the whole feel. You know, just the fact that they come from the back, you know what I mean? Uh, hey, I got to tell this story right yeah. here. You know, that put the smile on my face is when the guy that came to bring drop off the tiles and, the, you know, the linen to them, yeah. and then they go in there and tell them, like, hey, Malcolm Reed is in your parking lot. <laughs> that right there just lets me know, man. You know, and then just the whole field, you know, the owner, you know, everybody comes out, they give us the grand tour. Uh, when I think of the South, that's what I see. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I see, like, even commercial places are trying to go back to the – they're trying to get back to the roots, trying to make it more, you know, family. That's right. That's right. And that's what – I mean, now, Memphis, we're known for hospitality. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to get the good food. You're going to get the, you know, the good times, the music and all that. But you're also going to meet some of the best people in the world right here. Right. It's just that's that's the South, man. Right. I don't know. I don't know how it's like. I can't speak to California. They ain't never been there. Ooh, but uh <laughs> But you know, people speak to you here. I don't care who it is, what walk of life you from. You you saw it at that restaurant first. There's all types of people in there. Right. I mean and there was a busy we were there at lunchtime and there's right. people just constantly coming in. The one thing I was disappointed about our day was I had a few other stops planned, but with this Degum COVID mess, man, you know, dining rooms are closed in some of them and you know there's nothing we could do about that. So right. we didn't get to go to uh, the barbecue shop, which is one of my uh, favorite places in Memphis. When you come back, we're going back to the barbecue shop. And okay. we didn't get to go to Neely's. But we did go to Central. And I always send people to Central because they've got the wings. They've got the nachos. But they got some dry ribs or the or the muddy ribs. I think that, that right. might have been your personal favorite over over the dry. Right. And if uh, if my partner, Mike, if you listening, I'm sorry. I talked about the muddy rib. But listen. I'm all for it now, though, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so out in California, what what kind of ribs are y'all doing? Is your take is it more of the cozy corner style? Is it more of a just a sauced rib, or what, what do you see out there? Well, when you say California, we it's more of a sauced rib. Uh, that's kind of like my favorite. You know, that's the backyard favorite. Um, but for you know, for the restaurant, we do one a little bit more like uh, cozy. Yeah, you know, uh, I had fought it, you know, because I just wanted to stay true to like how the customers like it. Uh, most people in California, again, they like a rib where it's fall off the bone. You know, they don't know that that's like a mushy type meat, you know, but they love it like that. And then you sell it to the public if that's what they're asking for, you give it. But you know, both myself and uh, Mike, we com- conflicted because we try to stay true to like the barbecue. We want to have some integrity, have some strength on the bone. You want to be able to bite it see the curve from your teeth on when you pull the meat off and it still sticks, but yet it still is tender. And moist and juicy and all that stuff is supposed to be. (laughs) That's it. You know, when when people come over to my house and then I think I've overcooked something or it's, you know, it's falling apart. Like you're talking about, that's the one they like. That's the one they They want. They want to eat that one. And I don't know where that came from. I really, I guess it came from people eating bad ribs or tough ribs. And then they finally (laughs) got some overcooked ones and they thought it was great. But you, you see it all. We see it down here. We see people say, Oh, I want it fall off, fall off the bone. Well, you and I both know that ain't the way it's supposed to be right. if it's done right. Turn that into a judge. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh yeah, no. In the bar, in the competition world, you're you're dead in the water. If you turn that in, they call it, you know mushy mushy barbecue. Right. And then so we did hit one last stop, and you know uh, we went to Memphis Barbecue Company, and it's and I always say it's some of the best barbecue in Memphis. That's really not in Memphis. It's across the state line down in right. Mississippi, right? Uh, just up the road from us. But uh, but my friends Pete and Melissa own that place, and it's you can tell they're they're doing some business there, and they know what they're doing. They come from the competition background, 
Nope. That's that's competition style barbecue in a restaurant setting, and so we tried their ribs two ways. We tried spare ribs uh, that were that were the muddy wet wet rib, and then we tried the dry ribs or loin baby backs, mm-hmm. and then we tried uh, which I had to put you on, and we're gonna talk about those cheese fritters. Oh. Had you so what so what did you that's that's the appetizer when somebody comes to Memphis? I say we got to go here and try these. Uh I don't know. I was still trying to figure out how could I take one of those. I wish I had a Ziploc bag because yeah. <laughs> I would have took it. I don't care how hard it would have been when I got home, yeah. but I want to dissect that right yeah. now. That uh, that was amazing. You know, it's different. As uh, soon as I, you know, I bit it. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about that sauce. Yeah, <laughs> man, that sauce. What you told me? You said go ahead and cut it in half. Yeah. You know, do my little thing on there. You know, get the uh, sauce on there and just that whole co- uh, combination. Uh, I hate to keep. I don't want to like overdo this word, but that was fire. That was fire. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I don't know so, how to explain. It. How would you explain that, Shell? It's a big ball of fried stuff with cheese. Almost. I mean, almost looks like a hush puppy or something it's like a big that. Hush That's what it. Yeah. And it's almost like it's pimento cheese without the pimento in it. it has some corn in it. it. No, it didn't have no corn. I guarantee you didn't. <laughs> no corn in it. There was I no didn't corn. taste the corn in there. There was no corn in it. It's all cheese. <laughs> And I forget, I've asked them, you know, that, that's the recipe Melissa and Pete hold. Like, they ain't giving that one Yeah, out. they don't give that The process, because it's, a, I guess, what they're doing, they take fresh cheese, they, you know, it, they're big on, they ain't just using some old shredded bag cheese. Right, right. Because it's got that starch and stuff on it. So they right. use really good cheese, and that whatever they mix it, it's got to have some mayonnaise or some kind of binder in it to hold it together. Then they get it real cold, is what I'm guessing. Right. Then they get it in the panko. And then they fry it to where it's just crispy on the outside, melty on the inside. Well, they got their process, you know, down right. Because I can tell you, when they deep fry that, you didn't see no spillage on it, yeah. no leakage, no nothing. But I would assume it's made the same way because I've made uh, mozzarella sticks. Yeah. And that's a, that's the same process. You know, the cheese, you freeze it. And that way, when you put it in the deep freezer, I mean, the deep fryer, it doesn't just ooze out. That's right. You know, you don't overcook the insides. Uh, but whatever they're doing over there, they're doing it right. And I told you I saw something run on the floor, and when I caught it going out the door, it was a mozzarella stick. And I got it because he got no chance next to that. No chance. <laughs> he just took yeah, his tail around. He ran. took his tail and gone. <laughs> so we, we, we tried a couple sides there, too. We had the uh, um, the spaghetti, the barbecue spaghetti there. It was different. Yes, it was different. You're going to find different versions of barbecue spaghetti at Memphis. Just about all the restaurants have them. But they started that because um, there was this one restaurant years and years and years ago. Everybody was doing bean slaw, potato salad. He wanted something different. So he come up with the barbecue spaghetti idea, and it just stuck in Memphis. So you see it at restaurants. Uh, sometimes, like, the two we had didn't have meat in it. Right. They were just, you know, it's basically like noodles and a barbecue-type sauce. And they, it's about the flavor. The uh, the Cozy Corner one reminded me almost of something you might see on a uh, Asian menu because that noodle was more like a you right. know like a lo mein style noodle or something that was right. just sauce but it wasn't dripping in sauce. Now the uh, Memphis barbecues was like a spaghetti sauce like you might make at home. It just had those barbecue notes to it. it had the sweetness. It had the barbecue sauce and flavor. But uh, a lot of times I see it and the barbecue shop does they cover it in pulled pork and that's what it's all about. That's my favorite. Now you didn't let the yeah. cat out of the bag because. Yeah. Hey, I might as well go ahead and just say this, because after what you just made, yeah. you know what I mean? I can't see it without it. Yeah, I mean, for real, though, you can sit down and get down on that. Oh, I mean, yes. Topped with, topped with that whole poor shoulder on some on, on some barbecue spaghetti like that. You guys got a napkin? I need to wipe my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the three spots we hit. And we did have banana pudding there, too. And you said oh. you weren't – did you say you served banana pudding at your restaurant, but you're not a big banana pudding I, fan? I'm not a big banana pudding fan, but the, the uh, banana pudding that I do serve, I like that, too. But this right here, that excuse me again, that was fire. <laughs> I did like if you if you checked our uh, Instagram feed out yesterday, Tyler put up a, a pictures of what all we saw and didn't eat. And the last one was that banana. It, they served in a big goblet. Like, have you ever been to a Mexican restaurant? They got the right. big monster margaritas. Mar- yeah, that's what that was served in. It was good. Yes, it was. It wasn't as good as yours, Shell. <clears throat> you, you got them beat on the banana pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they had as much cream cheese in theirs as you put in yours. <laughs> That's a secret to our banana pudding. She puts cheese in banana pudding. Well, that's no, a I'm going to say this huh? right now. Yeah. It might not be a secret no more. No more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you got to remember, I cook now. I listen yeah. to everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Throw you some uh, sweet and condensed milk and some cream cheese and banana pudding. Oh, man. It takes it to another level. I don't know if anybody else says that. But. Yeah. No, it belongs. <laughs> it does belong. You can leave out the bananas for me. I don't even need the bananas. I just like the pudding. I like pudding. banana bananaless banana pudding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that so after we did that, we spent all day doing that. We was, I don't know about you, but I was down for the count. I had to go I had to go home and lay down for a little bit after we <laughs> ate all that. 
Well, let me just say this. It, it's been a long time since I just ate one time a day. You know what I mean? Uh, when we were done at about 3.30, that was it for me. I didn't eat again until yeah. this morning. Do you, do you count that as one time? Because <laughs> we, <ate, laughs> oh, well, we pretty much true. ate from 11 to <laughs> that's 3. That's true. That's if we did that all at one place, that would have been something. We did, at least we did have some drive time in between them. But, you know, it was so much food, I couldn't even slouch. Yeah, I oh, felt no. like if I slouched, it was going to come up. <laughs> I just had to shit straight up and erect. Stay, stay straight. <laughs> just like this. Hey, matter of fact, sit on the bed and put my back up against the headboard. Just, I can't even slouch. Got to let it die. <laughs> right, right, right. Could y'all uh, have gone one more spot? No, no, I could not. Yesterday. <laughs> really, I didn't. We didn't eat. I mean, we didn't eat dinner. You had to feed Michael something. I was like, nope, I'm done. And uh, so we were getting ready for today. Really, though, I knew we were going to have a big day today. And what we did was we started out. Um, we want to do a collab. I like, you know, I always like to bring people when, when people come, guests come to my channel. I want to learn something from them. And so when when uh, when we first hooked up, I was like, man, I hope you, I hope uh, I'm going to ask him and see if he'll do those lemon pepper wings. These guys like it's the better than the wing stop wing. And you know, we talked about it. And he's like, man, there's nothing to it. So you said, of course I can do that. <laughs> right. And so you come and man, it knocked my socks off. I'm a wing junkie. I love wings, and I don't care. I get them from the corner places. I get them from Wing stop, wherever, it don't matter. I make them myself. But those lemon pepper wings were some of the best lemon pepper wings I ever had in my life. You, your recipe lived up to the hype. Hey, thank you, buddy. And you know what I'm going to say, y'all? Uh, <clears throat> you know, hey, listen, I appreciate everything you said. I think when it comes to wings, it's more so the cooking process and when you cook them properly. You know what I mean? Uh, you can almost do anything to them, but when they cook like the ones that we made, they were just right. And that butter sauce, though. That's, that's it. That's it right there. I know your brain. I can see. I could hear it turning. Yeah. He was like, "Oh yeah, we finna what level we these up." Yeah. yeah, I know you finna level that up. And I can't oh, I wait. Got to. I got oh, to. Yeah. Because I mean, what? So we, I'm gonna run through this just so I got it down. Yeah, I wanna know what's <laughs> the we started. Proper. So we start. These were just whole wings that you picked up from the grocery store. It was like a five pound package. We cut. I cut them in half this morning. Did, you know, dejointed them, created flats. Why and drummies. do you buy whole wings and then cut them down? Well, because the party wings that I've been getting at the grocery store have been way too small. I can't get a. I don't know if it's just the supply chain issues now or what's up. There's that many people buying wings. First off, wings went up high. Yes. And then second, you don't see them. So these were fresh, not froze wings. And I really prefer to cook the whole wing. I think I think I can cut them up easy myself, or I can fry them whole. I like fry them whole sometimes. You ever do that? Yes, just I a do. whole fried wing. Mm -hmm. But that's what we started. With. I grew up on it like that. Yeah, that's that, what my mother did. Fold them up into the triangle. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how they go. Yeah. When we went to when I go to wing joints, I always opt for the. I'll get a five piece whole instead of get a ten piece flats and drums. Right. I think I think it tastes better. The way the skin is, it stays over it, and the juice stays inside like these did. Mm -hmm. But um, so we started with those wings, and we got them in a light dredge, seasoned flour. You got to season it flour. You right. can't just go straight all-purpose flour. No. Salt and you know what? Uh, and again, remember, I'll tell you a real pro tip is a lot of people don't taste their flour. I know it's, it might sound strange because you, if you've never done it, yeah. but you taste your flour. That way you make all your adjustments. So when your flour tastes good to your palate, that'll guarantee that your wings are going to be great. Anything that you dredging will be fine. I'm gonna have to do that. I've seen my mom do it with cornbread, making sure she got her cornbread tasting oh, yeah. right yeah. Yeah. Same before principle. she bakes it. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. same principle. Yeah, I'm do gonna you, have to start doing that. Do you always just put salt and pepper in your flour? Well, we were doing lemon pepper wings, and I didn't want to overpower the lemon. Yeah, you know the lemon pepper seasoning. You know, so that's why I just do it salt and pepper. As you, you know, your husband knows right there. That right there is the magic. That's, that's the magic dust. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's it. You know, it's like my AP, the salt, pepper, garlic. That's something flavors everybody knows. You got to have that, right? Right. And but you did. I know in your in your video, you mentioned that if you wanted to put some lemon pepper in there, go ahead and start that party. You, can. you could, right? Yeah, right, you right, could. Right. Wouldn't hurt. Right. I wouldn't go overboard in the dredge. Well, so that's what I was worried about. You know, uh, you know, coming here, I don't know how everybody's palate is. Uh, when I'm trying to show out, I would put a couple of tablespoons in there. <laughs> you know, I'd have made it. Kicked it off. Oh yeah, we kick it off right. And then each time that before we, you know, flip them. Before we toss them, I would have stirred up the butter to get all of the seasoning Back up, up on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way we can see it actually on there as we tossing it. Oh, yeah. There's just a few things I didn't do. You know what I mean? I just want to make sure you guys like them. Oh, and yeah. I was really, really concerned about the cooking process. Oh, man. And don't. You, they, that fryer did its job. Yeah, I was about to say, hey, you know, we got to pay some homage to that yeah, fryer out there, too, now. That was the Bayou Classic two basket. I think it's the five gallon. And we just had it running 350. Oh, yeah. One of those is coming to California. Yeah, like, you had to get like one. Real soon. Yeah. Man, I right. tell you what. No, we, I mean, 
Out there, you can probably fry year round. Here, it's a little hot out there today. Oh right, 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 right. <laughs> but we, you know, you know, we from cooking catfish to wings to to corn dogs, anything else you can fry. We're always doing it outside. I mean, one, it don't smell my kitchen up as bad. I can cook, you know, I can have that out in my cooking area. Put the lid on it. It's easy to drain, easy to clean, and I keep all that mess outside. I don't get that splatter all over my kitchen counter, stove, whatever. But I noticed you got a cool little fryer. You had had the t- was it T fall? A T fall had yeah. the lid mm-hmm. and everything on yeah, it. That's yeah. it. I, I need. Yes. I might have to check in to get one of those. Yeah, perfect for the big city. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But when you're down south, though, when you think about anything like big, large cooks and things like that, it says outside autom- automatically. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to get you one of them. Oh yeah. So we fried those wings. It was about eight minutes, I'd say. Yeah, about eight minutes. Gold, perfectly golden brown. Right. I had the Traeger sitting there running 350 just to keep the first batch warm while we got the second. Because, you know, even running two baskets, that was a lot of wings. I think. That was. I mean, I think, I don't know, five pounds, it probably made 20, over 20, I bet it was almost 30 wings probably. Yeah, they wouldn't, yeah. But so it took a couple of batches. You don't want to crowd, you don't want to crowd <clears> the dredge. You don't want to crowd the oil. They got to they gotta have room for the, the grease, the oil, all that heat to get around them. Make them crispy, make them golden brown. If you crowd it up, it's all going to stick together, and they're not going to cook, you know, even. Right, right. So once we got them cooked, it was time for you to work the magic on the butter sauce. Hmm. So tell me about tell tell everybody that ain't seen the video about the butter sauce. The butter sauce, uh, and when I tell everybody, you guys are gonna be like, "That's it." So listen, all we do is oh, take it's a- more than yeah, no, it's more <laughs> right, too. Right, you let right. know. <laughs> okay, so what you do is you just take a you know a couple of sticks of butter, you know, you go ahead and heat those up. Since we was on the Traeger, you just put them on the Traeger, let that, you know, come down and melt completely, and then you want to go ahead. Now, here's another thing you want to taste that, too, also. You know what I mean? So we add a little lemon pepper uh, seasoning to that, and then uh, it depends on now If you make your own, and you know, of course, you know that I made my own. I made a salt-free version so that I can add, you know, when I did it, so that I can add my salt to it. But you want to taste and know the, uh, the type of lemon pepper seasoning that you're using. So if it's got enough salt, anyway, you mix it all together, and then you want to taste it. If it tastes good to you there, listen, that buttery goodness. Oh, and we use salted butter also. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So then you just pour it over the top of there along with the seasoning that we had in our flour. It still allows you to taste the chicken, you know, so, you can, you know, that's still good. You put them in that uh, that little bowl and then you just do your flip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, I'm sorry I keep, you know, messing with my mouth, but just talking about butter, uh, I can see it flipping. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just keep <laughs> oh, seeing that. I know. That. I'm, I'm reliving right. it right now in my mind. Right. Now, one thing I did forget to say just now is uh, – Another level up is we use, remember, we cut a lemon in half, and you add the lemon juice inside of there. That's a really good idea. Right, yes. right, right. I never would have done that. Yeah. I never would have thought to do that. Right. And then putting the zest oh. back over the top of them. That one we done? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that was it. That yeah. was it. Mm-hmm. When you tossed them in that, put them on the board, hit them with the zest, popped them with the parsley. The parsley ain't giving you much flavor, but it looks awesome. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But, man, they had, you got the fresh citrus. You don't get that. Like when I when I order lemon pepper wings, it seems like they're just hitting them with heavy lemon pepper. I don't taste the butter. I don't get any of that. They just been lemon peppered, mm. and I don't. And like you said, it just ends up being lemon salt or something. It's, right. it's, it's overpowering. But yours had that citrus. I don't. Even, I don't even know if it's fair to call them lemon pepper wings. It's more of a fresh citrus wing is what I get from it, man. And butter citrus or something like that. <laughs> it was that's got my mind spinning on how many different things I could do with that sauce. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I knew they were good though, because I heard somebody ring your doorbell in the front and asking for a three piece. They already knew. <laughs> right, right. They already knew. That was <laughs> <laughs> one little tip I liked is when you were dredging them, you'd pick up the wing and, and squeeze it in. Yeah, yeah. 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 Get yeah. that bread in there. Now, how many times have you guys heard people say they make chicken and it just don't come out right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's part of it too. You got to grab it. comes off, don't yeah. bread right. Right. And then uh, it depends on what I'm doing. Like if it's. Depends on who the guest is. Like, of course, when you guys come and we gonna have chicken, I'm gonna trim it all up and make it look pretty. So when you start with something good, you know, you know when it finishes, it'll be good. That's also. right. But I like to just get it on there and I like to squeeze it, almost where the meat feel like it's about to tear off of the bone. But I want to push that that uh, flour and that seasoning in every nook and cranny on the chicken. But it didn't make a heavy bread in it all. No. It shook off all the excess. Yeah, you shake it all off. So that made it. So you know, I've had some wings where they they're so breaded, it's like its own crust. On top, these weren't. It was like the 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 breading was into the meat, like you said, right. and so it was a light. It was a yeah. real light light breading, and it stayed crispy. Yeah, they're still yeah. crispy. What's left back there now? <laughs> I just walked by before we come back here and grab one. I was like, I got. I was. I got to see. I got to put them to right. the test. Since like, we've been talking about it, right? yeah, right. <laughs> they was <laughs> they were still crispy. Like, let me eat one since we're gonna yeah. talk about them yeah. anyway. I didn't want it to go bad. You know? <laughs> right, right. 
So that was that was the recipe you shared with me. Then we got into what I was going to share with you, and I wanted you to see Memphis-style pulled pork made from whole pork shoulder. Man, I, I'm going to say this. I know it's on you know on record, but uh, that might make me re-freak what I do at my own restaurant. Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> I just – I liked everything about it. Yeah. You know, uh, hey, you know what another thing, too, that, that really hadn't come up? The way you talk is so descriptive. Man, I'm sure that that's why you are, you know, the people that follow you, I love you because I'm sitting across, and I'm going to tell everybody now, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not starstruck, no kind of way, but I knew who you was, you know, long before you would even know who I am. I've been a fan of your channel, you know, forever. And uh, just to be sitting across from here right now, man, this is surreal for me. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, th- this is real. And I, and then I didn't, it's not just me and you doing a collab. I came out here to learn and get inspiration, and I yeah. got it. I don't yeah. know. I'm a real man. It doesn't take nothing away from me because I was a knucklehead and all of that. But you can look at my eye. You guys sitting across from me. You see my eyes? Yeah. I want you to look. I'm talking from my heart. You know what I mean? I, I uh, believe you, man. Oh, man. I I, hey, you talking about you being. You real, A.B. Oh, yeah. I stay 100. <laughs> I might be crying, hurting somebody. You know what I mean? I really don't want to choke you, bro. But You know what I mean? But, no, I'm giving you the. I'm giving, I'm giving you a piece of me. I come yeah. out here. I have inspiration. Uh, you can't stop me from coming back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> right, right. No, we I get just... you back from Memphis in May, man. You would, oh, love, man. It. You would love it. Yes, yes, yes. You know, if you've uh, never seen a barbecue competition on that scale. No, not You would not scale. believe it. Yeah. No, we passed by it. Would you just looking at where they host that event at? Yeah. Oh, I got to be a part of that. No, it's, it's amazing. It's <laughs> yeah. like nothing else. Uh, right. You know, we take it for granted. It's in our backyard, but we hadn't missed it. Um, we started cooking it in 06, and we hadn't missed a year. Um, and wow. I guess COVID, they canceled it that yeah. year. But we did get to have it this year, and so it's you know we're, we're, I'm already looking forward to next. It's, oh, yeah. it's so much fun. I mean, it's fun, but it's, it's also yeah, it's a lot of work and it's serious cooking. There's so many good cooks down there, man. You got to bring your A game with everything you do. All right, I, but they got a lot I'm of ancillary categories that you might like to, to get in wings. on. Yeah, they got wings. They got you yeah. know they got they got beef, pork, chicken. Uh, not uh, pork's the main three categories. But seafood, exotic. I mean, they got they got a category uh, for you. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what, what part? What kind of seafood? Anything you want. We just got to go in a to-go box. That's the only. You know, it's got to go in the box we turned in on, which is like the the box we had those wings in, like your standard takeout. Right. Nine. A little clam nine by shell. nine clamshell. Yep. I think. Yeah. Standard yeah. Clamshell. Yep. And it it has to be have any, six, I mean, six most, pieces. Most of the time, some bacon stuffed wrapped shrimp or lobster tail or something like that. People throw down now. I almost said something. You know, yeah. Cajun is my thing. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, that's my that's my uh that's carries my channel. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, go figure. Smoking and grilling with A B. I'm known for my Cajun recipes. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I, I almost said what I would make and take down there. I'm gonna keep okay. it. Yeah, I'm keep, hold it keep it. We're gonna I'm talk, we'll to talk off camera yeah. about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. See how that <laughs> I got you. But no, it's a lot of fun. You would love it. Speaking of your channel, um, could you give us a little history? Yeah, so I, I mean, how I know the folks want to hear it. Yeah. yeah, so how how did you get into doing cooking on YouTube? I know you come from a background of being a contractor. Right. Uh, go ahead and explain it, man. Uh, just being, okay, contractor. Uh, I'm a welder by trade. You know, moved myself up, started running a job, became a PM. Um, you know, being separated from my family. My wife said one day, I'm going to open up a, uh, she said, I'm going to start a channel. I said, what, what do you mean? She said, I'm going to start me a YouTube channel. And I said, I'm going to start one. Then my wife tells me, you've been saying that for years because I make my own barbecue sauce. Yeah, okay. So I thought YouTube would be a good way to get let everybody know that, hey, AB has a barbecue sauce. But I never did start it. So I finally started it. That was four years ago, right? And uh, it took me a month to make my first video. It's still up on my channel. It is the worst thing on YouTube. <laughs> yes, I agree. Hey, no, no, no. Yeah, I got you guys beat. Can't be. Man, can't no. Be. <laughs> hey. Can't be worse Bro, when I look at it, when I look at it, I don't even recognize me. You know, it just, and you know, it, it went from there. You know, I just kept doing it. You know, I, I, I love what I'm doing. I just kept pushing forward. You know, even after working 12 and 14 hours a day, seven days a week, did that for a year there. Uh, did that every day. But when I got off work, you know, I went to the grocery store. I did all of that. So I can tell you this. When you want to grow a channel, you got to be, have a little obsession about what you're doing. You know what I mean? No matter what you're doing in life, you got to be a little bit on the obsessed side. So it was that. I love what I was doing, and that's what pushed me through. Uh, I've been raised on this part like we don't know what it's like to say I'm tired because if you got time to sleep, you got time to do something else. You know, so. <clears throat> that's just, work ethic there. Yeah, that's work ethic. You know, just kept doing that, kept doing that. And before you know it, 
I looked up and I had 5,000 subscribers. Yeah. And then I, I started telling my wife, hey, I'm going to get 100,000 people. My wife and my brother-in-law, we used to meet every Saturday. My wife would fly in every other week. She'd do her thing, her makeup in the corner in this apartment. And me and my brother-in-law used to do a little show called, uh, I don't even remember the name of the show. Uh, it was like three guys in the kitchen. You know, we just went in there and just cooked every day. Went live for uh, 36 weeks straight every wow. Saturday after working 12 and 14 hours. We and did we'd cook on Saturday all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. we cook. He'd be drinking half the time. You know, we'd just be having <laughs> a good time. You know, I can tell you some horror stories on that. Yeah. Hey, look, here's a funny one for you. Wasn't funny then. I was cutting some bread in my left hand. Had a bread knife. I had it in my hand this way. We live. So I'm talking and laughing and grooving with everybody. And uh, my wife was reading the comments, and I'm sawing like this to the uh, bread and cut my hand. And it was dripping. You know on camera, I mean? live, dripping blood. Live. I couldn't tell everybody, hey. And <laughs> yeah. I had to, the bottom of the bread started getting red. Oh, oh, man. So I had to just, like, ease it down, yeah. move over by the sink. <laughs> I was like, hey, pass me a, a, a paper towel. Yeah. And he tore me one. I said, no, I'm going to need more than that. <laughs> <laughs> so you played it real good. <laughs> yes, I did. Then I said, I'll be right back. I went over there and showed yeah. everybody, look, <laughs> I need <laughs> stitches. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how did, so when did you finally feel like you were getting some traction with the YouTube channel? I mean, did it was it right off the bat or did it did it was it slow or uh well I don't know. When I got when I like I say, when I got to five, ten thousand, I I felt like I could get you a hundred thousand. Yeah. I didn't think I could get no further. And I felt like that was gonna be a push. You know what I mean? Like a, a real feat to get there. Um but then as it started growing, you know, you start reading your comments, you start interacting with all the, you know, the people that follow you. You know, and it's just one thing led to another. And before you know it, I had a the silver uh, plaque. Yeah. And then, you know, now I'm looking at my wife asking her, like, is a million achievable? You no. know what I mean? Is it for real? You know what I mean? And uh, just just kept doing what I – so for me, it wasn't like I was doing nothing to get that. I just kept doing – making videos. You know what I mean? Just showing people. And I started off saying this. Tell everybody, get out of them drive throughs and leave that paper bag alone. Yeah. You know, by me being a roadie and being away from home – now you can start making food. All you need to do is travel with a crock pot, you know, yeah. maybe a couple of the utensils, and you can make food. So is that is that where the copycat inspiration comes from, showing people how to make food? Oh, the, yeah. That was they it. ain't got to go to the no. Chick-fil-A to get you that sandwich? You ain't got to go to Chick-fil-A, no. <laughs> and that one that I made was yeah. so big. Oh, Shell's got that on the notes right here. She was, uh, she's, now, Chick-fil-A sandwich, she thinks that's the best chicken sandwich made, just the regular, the pit, the, the two pickles and the bread oh, yeah. and the pack of mayonnaise or two. Now, let me ask but you this. She's, <laughs> on the pickle, you like – the uh, what is that? The bread and butter, or you like deal? Uh, I like deal. Oh, do you? Yeah. I think I think the uh, chicken sandwich got to have that sweet pickle, Ooh, sweet that pickle. bread and butter. I do a, I do a, a spicy garlic, and it's it's got a sweet tone to it. It's not hot, but it's got a little bit of you know. It's like a spicier bread and butter, but man, it's good on a chicken sandwich. It uh, your, is. It yeah. is. Your description, Real man. Good. You got me like, man. Yeah, oh, I got I'm going to get you a jar. I got <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get you some stuff out to California. Yeah, yeah. Send that out you ain't never me. tried them pickles. Yeah, you're going no. you to get some stuff to play with. Okay, that's for real, what I'm talking for about. Real. That's so, what I'm talking about. Um, what's been your, your <clears throat> I guess, your biggest video to date? I saw, I was looking on there, and it was one I think you did um, a take on a, was it some kind of sandwich. Yeah, it was just uh, using my local deli. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can always go in there and get some. Turkey meat, pastrami meat. On my side of the country, pastrami going everything. We got DUI fries. Yeah. You know, that was a lot of chili cheese fries. You got steak and everything, but you got to pile a lot of uh, pastrami. So I said, you know what, let's get that. Just showing people just other options. You don't have to, like I say, keep going to McDonald's or, you know, getting all these fancy things. You can go in there. Everybody have a – a lot of people have a, a a flat top at the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, hey, you can go out here and spend some time in your backyard with some friends. And make these sandwiches like you do, but the bread was really the killer on that one too. I saw you slice that loaf. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like a cheese, <laughs> uh, cheese bread kind of loaf yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. That I, one I, had me drooling. Yeah, I, I know why. I try to do those. I try to do that. Yeah. And that's how I look at my channel. It's more like, uh, for lack of better words, it's like food porn. Yeah. You know, when you look <laughs> yeah, at it, man. you know what I mean. If I yeah. can get a loaf of bread and I can cut it myself, wouldn't you rather see that than if me to just get some thick sliced bread? You know what I mean? I just thought this would get it right here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So, so how do you, so I get asked this all the time? So I'm gonna ask you. So how do you get your ideas for the videos you're gonna do? Because I know how hard it is to get some inspiration. Uh, you're always looking I, for inspiration. yeah. I'm always looking. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, 
I'll start right by this one right here, YouTube University. You know what I mean? I watch my favorite channels. You know what I mean? I watch what you do. Yeah. You know, like that. And I say, hey, you know, I know how to do that. Maybe I can put my own spin on that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot. That's you know, awesome. I done ran through my family recipes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. My mother my mother and grandmama had like a, well, I'll start with my mother. We probably had about 10 to 12 recipes she did. And that carried me from the time I can hold a fork in my mouth until I left home. You know what yeah. I mean? I knew what day we was going to get spaghetti. <laughs> you know what I mean? I knew meatloaf was coming. You know what I mean? Then, yeah, everybody, every 10 days, here these, you know, it, it's just the same rotation. Yeah, yeah, that's so what I, I tell people on my channel, like, hey, here's some things you can do out here that you don't have to go always, you know, you don't have to always go out. And, you know, you can share this with your family. A lot of where I come from, too, is a lot of open floor plans. You know, you got the kitchen and then you got the living room right there. Mm-hmm. So everybody there, this, this is a family event. Mm-hmm. You know, you get it's to talk more, to everybody. It's more than just cooking and putting out a dinner. Right. Same right. old thing in right, rotation. Right, right, yeah. Right, right. Right. Have fun with it and learn something. Absolutely. And don't be scared to try different stuff, man. Absolutely. That's I mean that, that's one thing. What I really love about your channel is even though it's smoking and grilling, you can get way away from that. You've yeah. you've taken it to another level by being able to experiment and do all this different cooking to showcase that hey, I'm not just about a grill. I can you know I can get down on whatever, whether it's a copycat recipe or somebody, whether, yeah, I mean, for real, for right. real, whether it's dessert, whether it's bacon, whatever it is, that's the stuff that I've been trying to to get into a little bit, even though I'm how to barbecue right. I want to get into more, you know, because I, I don't just eat barbecue. I ran out of competition recipes a long time ago. <laughs> <That's where we laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right. that's where we started. I was like you. I ran out of those a long time ago, and I had to start looking for inspiration other people, at other places People cook. I'm a cookbook junkie. I'll pick up somebody's cookbook, and you know, if I see a few recipes, I'm buying it. Or if I, you know, see a review of it on Amazon or whatever, I'm ordering it. I'm always looking at magazine, whatever, whatever. If I'm going to a restaurant, look at the menu. I saw you looking at the menus yesterday. Yeah, you was like seeing. What Remember they, they asked, could they take the menu back? I was yeah, like, no, was like, no, that's right. No, I'm gonna right. need that. That's right. Right. So that you know, all of that that's inspiration, and me being in an, in another region, you know. I don't even know what's going on. So when I look at that right there, I'm like, ah, it just broadened my horizon. Yeah. You know, put something else. Hey, speaking of that, I got to go back to that pork shoulder, bro. <laughs> that right there, that was just fire. Just the way I do it. And just the fact that I, I save my juices, you know what I mean? And I come back into that and I mix all of that together. You just showed me when you do it properly and it's rendered down just right, it still stays juicy. Yeah, We didn't add nothing to that. My mind yeah. is still... Yeah. <sighs> Alone. <laughs> I'm like, hey. it did turn out good. I mean, yeah. you know, nah, you showed pork that. shoulder. I'm telling you, pork, the whole pork shoulder. You get the best of both worlds. You get that picnic and that butt in there, and that's a, that's old school. You don't see many people doing that anymore. In fact, in the barbecue world, competition uh, Memphis, the Memphis style or the MBN or Memphis MA is the only ones that do whole shoulder. Most everybody's cooking butts now, even and from the you know from the restaurant side. Right, it's 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 uh you get more yield. It's and it's probably save you money in the long run cooking butts than it would a whole a whole uh, shoulder because there's so much waste with the skin, the bigger bones up there in the mm-hmm. picnic and all that. There's just not as much meat. You can cook two eight pound butts and you're going to yield you probably eight pounds of cooked meat. Right. When you go to sell that, that's that's profit. That's profit. You, know? <laughs> you ain't throwing away a lot out of a butt. You got the blade bone and a little bit of fat. When you say profit, do you see my face light up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so this, when did you decide you were going to get into um, the kind of the restaurant world? Because you started <clears throat> uh, on a small scale, almost like pop-up style, right? Right. That's exactly how we started up. Uh, myself and uh, I have a partner, my best friend. You know, we've been friends for 32 years. And uh, me and him were just doing something. He had the Lone Star Grill, you know, the whole trailer, yeah, yeah. insulated, stick burner. That's it. Everything is on, on there. And, you you know, just with our lives, nobody was doing anything with it. We decided, let's do it. You know, let's just go to this. We started out doing like this little fair type environment. You know, we did it uh, twice a month. And then from there, the owner of the place that we're in right now came, tasted the food, and made an offer that we couldn't refuse. <laughs> we went from saying we would never, ever, you know, own a restaurant to like, hey, we can do this. And uh, that happened on a Saturday. That Tuesday, he and I had a contract in front of us, a lease agreement. Wow. Yeah. And so the rest is history. Yeah. Right. That's- so, I mean, you got you going to do, you got aspirations to open up more than one location sometime, or are you just going to stay stay true to the one so far, uh, right for right now, or where's uh, the future going to go? Okay, for me, I'll give you, you know, I like this. And like I say, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm talking to family. So I'll tell you, you know, it's nothing wrong with nobody knowing. For me, I'm a little bit more on the ambitious side. Yeah. No, uh, for, I, I think about like having a legacy, right? 
Uh, okay, I got to a million, you know, subscribers that follow me on YouTube. I mean, that's a, that was a major milestone. Uh, I do have a restaurant, you know, uh, along with my partner, Mike. Uh, we have a restaurant. I mean, that's 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 cool, too. But for me, to leave my legacy and my stamp is for me to be able to say I got one here, in, you know, in California. I got one in Las Vegas, and I got one in Atlanta, and maybe somewhere, somewhere else. And they all be successful. Yeah. You know, uh, that's what – that's how I think, you know. Uh, so that's where my next goal is to, you know, put one in. Uh, I want to go play in, in Nevada. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go play with, the, you know, the people out there. And I've tasted a lot of barbecue. You know, even coming out here, you guys got your style, but it's still good barbecue. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been a lot of different places. And I don't want to say that their barbecue isn't the best, but I feel like I can go to Vegas and compete. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, make a name for ourselves. And from there, we're going to go to Atlanta. I believe it, man. I believe it. Yes. All I got to do is get you out there to just, <laughs> you know, to put your stamp on it, and I, I know we'll be successful. I've been to Vegas. Know. I like Vegas. I don't, <laughs> they, put it this way, Vegas likes me. <laughs> right. I, think, I don't know I if got, I like I it. Got, I got. Oh, no, you like it. I, I do. I like it. <laughs> no, definitely. But, I mean, I, I, you know, I believe as hard as you've worked so far, I think the sky's the limit because, I mean, with what you've done, I mean, it's it's amazing, and people flock to you. That's, that's you know, something. it's something about the way you talk to people. It comes across. It's real. I think that's a big part of it. You know, people identify with that. I know your food's good, right? You know, I'm I'm glad you said that because you know I I've tried to uh, my my version and the way I think I'm trying to help somebody because they ask. Yeah, and then I say, first of all, you know, like it it always starts with YouTube because most people are like, oh, you got over a million people following you. That blows their mind. And then uh, I, you know, they ask me what the secret is and all of that, and I always tell them this: you can have I don't know. You can have Bill Gates money and have all of the best equipment and everything, right? It's two things that's going to stop you from growing. One is you got to have a thumbnail in order for people to even click on to find out who you are. So that's step number one. If you got a good thumbnail, because most people tell me my thumbnails are, are good. So that means, and now I'm the competition. So when you drop lemon pepper wings, your lemon pepper wing thumbnail needs to compete with mine. Yeah. Right? So that's step yeah. one. Shell, we got some no, work. no, 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 no. We got no. some work to do. <laughs> no. no, and then, <laughs> and then, and then, number two is you got this one already. Also, is that the people have to connect with the meat that's in front of the camera? You know, so yeah. Even though you're doing everything right, you got the best thumbnail. Once they click on it, after ten seconds, they probably gone. And so that, I learned that too when I did my channel. You know, I, I won the click war. That's probably what helped me grow. But when I looked at my watch time. That told me right off the back my content was garbage. You know, I got no energy. I'm talking. It looked like I don't. It didn't even look like I was being operated by a robot. It just looked like I didn't even mm-hmm. want to be there, which I didn't. You know what I mean? I was just doing it because I, I, you know, I had to get comfortable with it. And it probably took me about sixty or seventy videos to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now you can turn the camera on right now. You, you see how it is? You yeah, just say, "Are yeah. you ready, AB? Let's do it." Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It, you know that just comes with uh, time. And just like I see the way you maneuver and how you talk about that barbecue, I know your passion. You know what I mean? You know what you're talking about, and I see it. That's what made me be a subscriber of yours many moons ago, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Many moons ago. So you didn't have so you didn't have any background doing doing camera work of any kind, no. anything like that. Yeah, so no. I didn't either when I started. That was mm-hmm. that was the hardest thing for me to be yourself in front of a camera because it was. I mean, it's, that's something, and I don't know. You can't teach. I don't think you can teach that. It's just something you got to get used to doing. Right. And that puts hours in front of it. You know, I don't know how many it took me. I still ain't. <laughs> no, you light right up. I do better with some. I, I know, no joke. When I'm with somebody, it's easier for me because I, my style is I'm telling, I'm talking to people like they're right there with me. Like I got you sitting in front of me, and we, you know, we're doing this. So when I can think of it like that in my head, I can slow down. I can talk. You know, it's like I'm hanging out with my buddies. But when I get jammed up or I get nervous or something, it's just like a freeze up. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Shell has to snap me out of it. But right. it's, I mean, it's not easy. It's really not easy at all. Right. How often do you film? Uh, for your, for your <clears throat> I'm going to go out on a limb and say I film, I put the, uh, two video uh, videos out a week. Mm-hmm. Two a week? Uh, my goal is to do three. Uh, three is really, really nice. Man, I wish we <laughs> Two's tough. Yeah, we've done two. Like during COVID, we had we didn't have extra time, but we knew that was the time. Like people were going to be watching YouTube, so we were trying to throw as much as we could out, and we would yeah. do two. Sometimes we did do three, I and mean, it was 
Man, I'm talking about when you when you got other stuff going on, you trying to put three videos out, you know. Yes. It ain't no joke. It's yes. tough. Yeah, that, that's what I understand. It's still be quality, you know what I mean? You right. can't I mean, I'm not just talking about just throwing one out there. Do you often but, have you ever filmed two recipes in one day or do multiple films in one day? Well, I got a guy to my right. <laughs> that's his goal. Yeah. You know, that's his goal. No, uh, we'll get there. You know, I'm just, I'm moving into a studio. I've already moved into but into it, but you know, just building the kitchen. Yeah. You know, getting everything ready and set up. Didn't know that it was going to be as much money as it was because you got to light this new kitchen too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I went from the hundred dollar soft boxes that was just fine yep. to bringing him in, and the first thing he says is, "And you're talking about being a prima donna." He came in and said, "That and that has to go. <laughs> I don't trust these lights." I'm like, "Okay, yeah. well, what are these lights?" And then when he starts showing me the lights, I'm like, "Really, eleven hundred dollars a piece?" Oh man, oh, what yeah. for a light? For for one, we didn't pay that much for our camera. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. We're doing it wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. You 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 doing it right? I think, no, I see the quality in the last videos that you yeah. all showed me earlier, and that was amazing. Now you know what? Let me speak a little bit about that. We don't need all of this equipment we have. You know what I mean? We we still have to do YouTube for. The, we have to do things that we like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I've always been a bells, light, and whistle guy. If it light up and it make noise. It was, he was drawn to oh, it. Oh, yeah. I'm drawn to it. <laughs> I could have never been a mosquito, yeah. buddy. Because I'm going right into the light. <laughs> you know, uh, so I do a lot of things. You know what I mean? I don't want to lose my connectability. You know, like, you know, for my fan, I don't know, my subscribers. Yeah. My subscribers, they watch me. I don't want them to think I'm going Hollywood. But these are the things that I like. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I like yeah. to have somebody that can come in and teach me to elevate, you know, and make better videos than what I've been making. You know, because yeah. I get bored with it, you know, seeing the same thing. I mean, the truth is it's information, but I like to see a little pizzazz. Yeah, yeah. No, I, don't, I, mean, I like that, too. I just think it gets to a point to where as long as you're not looking overproduced, right. like you're faking it. Right, right. I mean, no. there's nothing wrong with the, the most crystal clear video and vibrant colors and all that. As long as you're still doing you and doing your way, you know. Right. I think that's only better. It shows, it shows the – the progression of of you know of, of your channel. If you go back and look at our old stuff, man, it's it was rough. We were shooting it with just a crappy cell phone, you know, and then the handheld camera. We, you can see ours through it, and there's still people go back and watch that. But I think you know, I think it looks a little better. It's a little easy, it's easier on the <laughs> eyes now. Right, right. Yeah, so y'all don't like it, do you? I'd like to take them all down. But you can't. I think <laughs> no, I think no, people want can. to see that. No, yeah, they do. Can. Well, you know, that's one thing I love about the YouTube platform is. It's there to stay. Once you put it up there, you don't pull it down. It's there forever, so people can go back and they can watch some of the early days and see how right. you see, know, see how you change. Yeah. Uh, you ever go back and do any of your old redo any of your old videos just to see if you do something different or something like that? I have. I done yeah. three of them. I did at the time my most popular uh, video, which was an air fryer chicken wing video. I went back. And, you know, made it as it, you is is. Different, you know. I I think I'm speaking better. Yeah, you know, my energy good. I'm I'm doing me now. I'm having yeah. a great time. That video hasn't done nothing. <laughs> you know That's crazy. I mean? it, it man, unbelievable. But you know what? I I did it. So if anybody ever goes out there and find it, they'll just see that same video. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's 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 a lot well done. You know, better done than you know than it was before. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you, I mean. It was really impressive how you jumped to a million subscribers in four years. Is that right? Yes, yeah. four. That's that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> amazing to jump that fast. What, what do you? So, what do you contribute? Where did you see that biggest growth spurt? Was it after you hit the hundred, or was it? I mean, was there one thing in there that you can contribute to? Is what got you to that million hump? Oh. Uh, I hate to keep it silent that long, but yeah, no, I'm thinking fine. about what yeah, you know yeah. what I say. <laughs> You know what, uh, because I was really, really connected to YouTube. So, you know, looking at what a lot of people were doing, uh, I think that when I came along, you know, people knew who I was and just watched the video. I've seen a lot of my influence in a lot of videos that you see right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the way down to playing the music. I'm not the first person to ever play music. But when everybody hated it, I just stuck with it. Because you got to remember, it's, I still like to make the video for me too. also. I stayed with that. I started seeing people copy the tags, when tags were important, and they would copy the smoking and grilling with AB and put it in there. You know, I was like, they just copied the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Along with the recipe, and and which is fine. We all do it. We all put our own spin on whatever we do, right? It's hard to really create a new recipe. Like, if you're going to make smothered pork chops, I mean, there's only so many 
ingredients you can put in there, they still smother pork chops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just, you know, and I, and, and I just, I started watching all of that, and then I was thinking to myself, I guess that we all doing it, but I'm going to say the biggest thing, the biggest thing that I would say that helped me grow would be, my, you know, just being consistent and doing my homework. By me being, you know, uh, this is just a podcast and just telling the truth. Just by knowing my race, I did my homework. I know what my race and the people around me that live in my community, I know what they like at certain times of the, the season. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that played a lot into it. And I watched other YouTubers where they were just putting out whatever they saw somebody else have some success. And I think now that more people are starting to, you know, that, do their homework now, that's what's helping a lot of people grow. So I think they they play a follow leader, and you became the leader, doing different you know, stuff. Uh, I, you know play, what I struggle with out with 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 you saying that, but just I believe you a king, and I'm a king. Oh. So when you walk amongst kings, <laughs> yeah. when I talk, it doesn't offend you. But you just said exactly what it is. I'm not a follower. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I do my homework, I do my research, and then I make my videos. And then you know, I know there's other people. They started. They starting to learn that process. Yeah, yeah. This is why you're starting to see more and more channels starting to grow. That and that's why you gotta take your next direction, right? <laughs> I mean, well said. That's the way it is. For real. Well said. For real. Yeah. We, we see it. We see it with what we do. For sure. Man, you should be able to look at my channel, and see some of you and me. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, I mean, I, I tell yeah. the truth. No, I, I. I mean, I do get that. I think what I what I see is you talking and being real, and that's because that's how you know. How to do it? You right. know what I mean. Right. That's that's the biggest thing that I do. I mean, we don't have it. We don't have it all figured out. I promise you. But we uh-huh. do it. We do it the way we know how to do it, and it's real. You know. Right. Right. At least we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. At least we're trying. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No. You, you know. You say, speak to that consistency. That's probably the biggest thing that got us to where we were. Because it took us ten years to do what you did in four. We started like was it two years ago in June when we hit the million. It took us 10 years um, to get it, but we saw tremendous growth those last uh, two and a half years before we got there because it was like it took forever to get to 100. Then we got to 100, that next 500 threshold was fast, and then from five to a million was super fast. So you could just see it. It kind of compounds or exponentially grows when you start snowballing as long as you stay consistent. As as That's what I tell people. Like if you had, so if you had to give um, – AB's pro tip about you want to get into YouTube, what would be the biggest thing you could tell somebody? They're going to start a channel and they want to be successful. What could you tell them? And you may have already said it, but I don't care if you reiterate. Uh, I guess the most important thing is make sure you're doing YouTube and and your your subject is something that you love. Yeah, Yeah. passion. If you're not passionate about it, when you're doing all this work and you only had 600 people watch this video, how long can you keep this up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the effort won't, you know. That's where the passion lies. If you right. can, if you can do it for six hundred and you can keep doing it, you know you're probably gonna make it. Right. But so if you drop me, a few and, and quit, yeah, or right. come back at it three or four months later, you ain't gonna happen. Like for me, I could drive a race car for free. You know what I mean? I me and that quarter mile, I do that for free. Well, we I had just, that on here. We had that on here to talk about <laughs> drag race. So we, yeah, we go keep keep going. Keep going yeah. You do that for free because that's your passion? That's my passion. I mean, I make money. I, I don't make yeah. no money. I get something back. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. The little money that they pay and what I got in on my car, it doesn't equal that. But that's my. That's just a love of mine. And so that's how YouTube is for me. I love making the videos. Yeah. I love, you know, the whole process. I like when I can't figure out what to make. You know, I just love everything about it. And I just stuck with it. So do you, do you consider uh, being a YouTube star uh, work? Or do you consider it just something that, that you you know enjoy doing or whatever you know you say I'm going with that. Ooh, that's a double yeah. edged sword <laughs> right there. I mean, I know it's work. But you consider <laughs> right, right, it work, right? No, I, I'll say this. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And as my wife say, hey, you ask for this by name. You know, what I mean, when I'm frustrated, you know, things just not going mm-hmm. right. She say, hey, but this is what you took on and you love it, baby. You know what I mean? So and she right. You know, so I, I push through it. There's never no time where it's like I'd ever want to quit. Not at all. You know what I mean? Uh, after you get your first million, I'm like you now. I'm looking for two million. Yeah. <laughs> I would have told you it never happened. And I remember back telling Cheryl there's not a million people that would watch a barbecue channel. Remember that? Yeah, and I'd say, why would you limit yourself? Yeah, why She's been you? the driving force on that because I've all, I don't know. I guess it takes a yin and a yang because <laughs> that's that's what's kept us focused. I mean, a lot of times, or a lot of times I might you know not be so hump, pipe, pumped up to do one. 
do a video or something. I might be losing interest or something, and Shell picks it up and goes with it. But then she might lose interest, and I pick her up, and we kind of motivate right. each other right. to keep right. going, and that that works for us. Hey, that sounds I mean, like team. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hey, you know, I take my hat off to you. You guys are husband and wife, and you guys get to work together. You know, like this. Hey, it just hey, it's a match made in heaven right there. Well, uh, so does your wife still have her channel? Does she work with you ever? Uh, yeah, she's she's helped me. You know what I mean? But it's important for my wife to have you know something so that her whole life doesn't revolve around me. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you don't know. You know, you only know a little bit. You know that I like drag racing. Hey, would it be quiet? Hey, well, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. cargo. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I can I can tell the way she's laughing right now. Yeah. She's like everything is Malcolm. How, how, how fast is cargo? Right, what is right, right, right. You change the subject of that one, man. Right. He, he likes it that way. <laughs> but if I had my way, she'd be running this place. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what? I spend the time with her at night, though. She talks, wants to know everything, and then she gets me in perspective. Yeah. So yeah. when I wake up in the morning, then she's like, you got all the information. I didn't already drew the map for you and everything. Yeah. Now go get it. And But you also have your daughter working for you, too, right? Yes. She's, yeah, she's she works for me. Part yes. of it. I mean, I love that family. You know, keep yes. family in it. And that's what, you know, that's what – our group that we've got, and we're all like family. Like you keep, you know, you, you say it. It feels like when you're here, it's family. That's the way it is to right, us. Right, right. You know, even though we come from different backgrounds, different walks of life, and we're here, we all. It's like we all got the same interest and enjoy right. it. You know what? Uh, you blessed in that way, and so am I. Uh, I don't believe in coincidence. You know what I mean? Uh, it was just a blessing that he came across and you know and, and cr- crossed my path. You know, I mean, ever since he's come, he's brought so much to the table. You know, I have a personal assistant. Her name is uh, Mitchy. Uh, without her, yeah, I'd, I'd be lost too. You know what I mean? Because where my wife hands something, I just told you a uh, fib. I told you my wife lines me out. What she does is give me a piece of paper and she pins it on my shirt. I go and see Mitchie and I give her that. And then Mitchie reads it and then Mitchie makes sure it happens. that, yeah. And those two, they talk. And then I have my daughter there. And then we got uh, the infamous Chris yeah. with his, look at him over there. Behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's nothing wrong with that. Well, before we wrap up, I got one question that we ask everybody. What is your favorite thing to cook, and how do you cook it? Oh, hands down. This is my favorite meal, and that would be smothered pork chop. <laughs> oh, man, with a dark gravy and onions? Yeah. Mm. I was going to ask you, does you it have do onions? Rice yeah. or mashed potatoes? Either or. Either or. It don't <laughs> matter, yeah. but you got to have one of the yeah, other. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah, I, I can uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you this. I love pork chops so much. Yeah. yeah I, I can take it as long as I got enough gravy. Yeah. Oh, no. We can get out. You don't need it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can use a piece of bread. Man. Don't make me nervous. <laughs> you ever done yeah. a pork chop sandwich? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on now, I know, I know I'm in Memphis and everything around here got, got to... Got pork yeah, on it and all of that. Pork, yeah, man, I probably did things with pork, man, that blow your mind, bro. <laughs> hey, I believe it. I believe it. Like, man, AB, it has been an honor and privilege, and we've thoroughly enjoyed having you in town and hang out with us. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you got a lot going on with with your you not only your YouTube channel, your restaurant, everything else. But man, it's 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 really been great getting to know you, and I want you to come back and let's let's uh you know. We're friends and we're family now. So oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. if anybody's interested in checking out that restaurant, yeah, where they go, they're gonna find what town. Uh, it's not is L A on the hat, but it's your right, right. You'll right. be in. It's in Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho, That's Rancho okay. Cucamonga, California. The name of the restaurant is called Elmer and Jasper's Craft Barbecue. Elmer was my grandfather's uh, first name. And Jasper is my partner. His name is Michael Henry. He probably gonna kill me for saying his government name. <laughs> government name. Hey, government name. Yeah, well, let me just say it this way: so Mike really kill me. Yeah. We used to call him Mad Dog. That's a whole other conversation. Man, it wasn't Mad Dog twenty twenty. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, yeah. so uh, yeah, like I say, we in Rancho Cucamonga, and uh, we getting ready to open. I'll be putting it out to everybody. Uh, like in the next two weeks, I'll, you know, when the grand opening it'll be. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got. I'm coming. Oh yes, out please, there. please! I'm I can't west. wait. Yeah, yeah. We just gotta let. I'm go. not gonna hurry you guys out there because yeah. you guys, red, you you know, rolled out the red carpet for oh, me. Yeah. I know I got. I know where my zero is. <laughs> so when you guys come out, I'll have everything set up nice, and it'll be. Yeah. You know what? It'll be uh, some good times. Was there anything else you want to shout out or tell? We always get everybody to tell you where they can find you. I mean, I know everybody knows AB, but go ahead and shout right. it out wherever you. Okay, uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube. My channel is called Smoking and Grilling with AB. Uh, I do everything from, you know, I got a few. I know the name is deceiving. I got a few barbecue uh, videos on there, and I got a lot of cooking on there. 
But with the help of Malcolm right here, I can go ahead and chase my passion and get it all caught up to speed. That's right. That's right. And then you can find me by the same name on all of my uh, other uh, social medias. Even if you don't, they might not be the exact same, but once you go, you know, go out there and look for it, it'll you know, populate for you. Awesome. Well, Shell, where can they find us? If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How To BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, TikTok, and of course YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram and TikTok. And Tyler, down there, I know you've been quiet today, Tyler. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> been soaking it all in. Soaking it all in. You can find me on Instagram at TikTok underscore Tyler or on Twitter at TikTok Tyler. That's it. And, and Chris is back and there. Chris. Like, Chris, you know what? You always on me about the microphone and all of that. And you ask me, am I prepared? Did I study? Are you ready? Uh, Where can they find you, Chris? Where can they find you, Chris? <laughs> you guys can find me at chrisescobar.social on YouTube and on Instagram. Awesome, man. Well, hey, it's been fun, guys. And, man, let's do this again. Yes, sir. Hey, let me just say, hey, thank you, guys. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We gone.